Brunch with listeners brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. A reminder, KJ Wright will be stopping by here in about ooh, eight minutes or so. And so we'll uh, we'll check in with the Seahawks linebacker. Here's the thing. For you to win the uh, gift card to the Other Coast Cafe, it's simple. All we're asking you, where all, what alternate site should the Seahawks watch the National Anthem? You know the new rule passed today uh, by the uh, National Football League. Players can decide what they want to do. If they want to stay in the locker the players, individual players, they want to stay in the locker room, they can. If they want to come out on the field, they must stand. If they don't stand, they're subject to a penalty. The team is. A, f- a financial penalty. However, besides being in the locker room, they can also be in, in a off-site, close to the locker room, but just can't be visible to the fans. So we've asked you, what alternate site? Would you like them to be up? My vote has always been Sluggers, which is right down there on Occidental. It's a quick shoot from Sluggers right in to the stadium. So if you want to win a gift card to the Other Coast Cafe with Stomps in Capitol Hill, Ballard, and Queen Anne, give us a call. 286-9595-1800-829-0950. And one of you will come away with a gift card. Now, we just have a few minutes because we have to make way for the star, KJ Wright. Oh, yeah. He's going to be joining us in about eight minutes uh, from right now. So do I get to volley in with where I think they should yeah, go? Yeah, where do you want to I, go? I, I am not. Like I'm not. I don't want to be painted as an anti-sluggers guy, but I'll say oh, they should be sitting at the KJR table at Jimmy's, pretending Perfect. they're Bucky Jacobson and Cliff Averill. <laughs> they're pretending they're big-time broadcasters That's, there. Jimmy's would be a great spot. Yeah. Jimmy's at our table uh, with the quesadillas, which are the best quesadillas in town. It's Wol- amazing. Wol- wolfing down a pregame quesadilla. Oh. And the little sliders, the sliders, yeah. the uh, the the they have the fried chicken sliders, and, and, and Jimmy's on first are mouth watering. And their excuse could be, well, I was just catching the end of the ten o'clock games because I got fantasy guys, and I just wanted to see how the Bills receivers were <laughs> I got doing. Fantasy guys, yeah, come on. Uh, so two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. Lunch with listeners brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. What alternate site should the Seahawks watch the national? Anthem. Uh, Marcus is in West Seattle. Marcus, what's for lunch today, bud? Uh, I'm actually on my way to the Other Coast Cafe right now. Hey, there you go, Marcus. What's your go? What's your go-to item at the Other Coast Cafe, sir? I've actually never been there. It's oh. just you've always made me want to go there, so I'm going now. How about Marcus. this? That's All right. fantastic. All right, let me. I'll just give you. I'll, let me give you a few suggestions. But as always, you should decide what we, you'd like to do for yourself. The Ragin' Cajun, of course, is their mo- is their most popular one. Cajun turkey, pepper jack cheese, tomato, onion, spicy salsa, uh, mayo. That's a great one. The detonator is the Ragin' Cajun <laughs> spicier cousin. If you want, those are hot sandwiches. If you'd like to go cold sandwich, go the hammer. It's an applewood smoke ham. So. There are your choices, Marcus. We appreciate it. What alternate site should they watch uh, the national anthem, Marcus? Well, after the Mariners playoff run, we should watch. They should watch it at Safeco with a bunch of fans. All right. Why not? I, I like. like I like hey. the optimism there. I like. I like hey. everything about that suggestion. I like the That's other a, coast for lunch. Yeah. I like perfect. it. Watch it over at the ballpark yeah. when they, after the Mariners are done with the playoffs. Yeah. God, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? I Wouldn't a little October baseball really just be neat? Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh that'd my be fun. God, it would be awesome. Uh, Mike's in Renton. Mike, what's for lunch? Uh, I'm not eating anything right now. Actually. Well, what are you what are you planning to eat, Mike? I mean, God, yeah. it, I'm not interrogating you. I'm you not... feel like a hostage right there. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I love my family. I've got a salad with some turkey cutlet cut up yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm having here in a few minutes. All right, Mike, what do you, what what do you want to have for lunch? 
I want a big juicy burger, man. A, a big boy. juicy burger. Yeah, boy, out, that hits uh, the spot. Out hitting it last night, were you? Yeah, that sounds like you were, Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh, I might have. Yeah, a little four finger pour down at Chin's Village, huh, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. What? Um, what do you? Where do you think the Seahawks should watch the alternate site uh, to watch the national anthem this year? So this is similar to the last guy, but okay, not just in Faithful Field, okay, but. In the Mariners clubhouse with a fully dressed in uniform feature. <laughs> that's good. Oh, boy, Mike. That is, a, I, that's what I expect from Renton. Calls like that. Uh, so a fully dressed Ichiro. They have the entire team and then the Seahawks in the Mariners clubhouse with a fully dressed Ichiro. Okay. I'm in. And, and prepared to run out to high-five people right well, you when got it's it. over. He was, on, he was the first one on the field last night. Mm, yeah. You saw that. Uh, Brad is a loyal caller. Uh, Brad, uh, okay, Brad, what do you got for us? What's for lunch? I'm having a brat today uh, with uh, some uh, beer-soaked uh, uh, sauerkraut and grilled onions. Okay, that's wonderful. Ooh. Brad, we liked. All right, Brad, where, what uh, alternate site would you like them to uh, go to to watch the National Anthem? How about just in the parking lot? Or I, I was thinking Pike Place Market, but I, I, that might be too far away. But uh, uh, I, I think just in the I think in the parking lot, man. I, let's not give these guys. Let's not cater these guys oh, to uh, yeah. to not doing the uh, national anthem or to doing it. I, I, I think it's a big uh, thing to do, anyways. I just I, I don't understand why the NFL and and all the people are so upset. I just let it be. All right. So Brad oh, yeah. says uh, Pike Place. Maybe have them out whether they're throwing the fish. All right. Sure. Maybe they can be there. Uh, let's get, I don't know, Marcus or Mike. Which one do you want to give it to? Um, we got a big uh, guest on hold. I'm always I'm always uh, a little biased toward the Mikes. Of the Are world. you? Let's give it to Mike. All right. Here yeah. he is, ladies and gentlemen. He is number one in your heart. Joining wow. us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. It is his honor. See, he's, he's probably a little mad that he's joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline because he's probably <laughs> saying to himself, you know, when Marshawn left, I would have liked to pick up the endorsement deal for Beacon Plumbing, but they decided mm. to give it to this other guy named Bobby Wagner. Ladies and gentlemen, KJ Wright joining us on the Bobby Wagner Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Hi, KJ. Uh, y'all are funny. <laughs> What's up, man? How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great. Do you ever just say to Bobby, hey, listen, I know you're a big star, but I think I'm on equal footing as you. How about we split it? We'll, be, we'll both be the spokesperson uh, for Beacon Plumbing Hotline. And Beacon no, man, I let Bobby, I, I let Bobby have it, man. He he owned it down pretty good. Would, would he give you a job there if you needed one? You've got a good job right now, and we want you to stay. But if you needed one, would he hire you to handle some of the quality control? Um, I'm sure he would. Always have my back, no matter what. So yes. <laughs> Good. Nothing is better, though, KJ. And I promised you because uh, we'll have a program director yelling at me to, to ask you hard-hitting football questions. But that's not really what we do on this on this show. Nothing will ever stop or top, I should say, Marshawn's commercials. I mean, Bobby's great, and I love Bobby, and he does an excellent job. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think acting is in his future. The Marshawn commercials. I mean, busting through the wall. I mean, he it was he was unbelievable how good it's he was. Classic. It's classic. It's classic, man. Yeah. Both of them good. Both of them would be some movie stars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. That's a good answer there. That's that's how you stay in the league. Hey, didn't, didn't Marshawn make? Didn't Marshawn make a movie? But it never hit the screen. Uh, Marshawn right? Marshawn could be doing anything right now, right? Right, KJ. I mean, he could be doing anything, and it wouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah. Marshawn can do it all, man. Man of many talents. To to, to all of us who observe this team, KJ, it feels like just so many changes. Big names gone. Coaches gone. A lot of new faces. 
How does it feel mm. from inside the team? Does it feel like there's as many changes as we think they are, or does it feel a little more familiar than we might think? Um, it's familiar every offseason. I'm telling you, coaches leave, players leave. I think that the big thing this year is that the big names are leaving, mm. and you know, we haven't had that much as in the past as uh, as usual. But, um, yeah, a lot of big names are leaving, but at the same time, the guys are stepping up, handling their business, and um, it still feels good, even though that you know, some of my teammates left, it still feels good to have this new regime going, and um, we're doing just fine. The uh, How about the uh, with Ken Norton coming back? What does that mean to, to, the, uh, to the team overall, but specifically for your room with him coming back? Yeah, I love it, man. It's, um, he's the one that groomed me from uh, my rookie year all the way to my fourth year, and just um, having him back is real special, man. He just brings a new... Well, I guess the same energy that he always had, that mindset that he had is just complete dominance. And, you know, just always believing that linebacker is uh, quarterback of the defense, linebackers runs the show, and he's reinstilling that back into us. And so, man, I'm just excited to get kicking it with him this, this season. It's going to be a great one. With big personalities like Michael Bennett and Richard Sherman, they're gone now. They're off doing other things. Uh, does this is there a void within the team in terms of okay now you know some guys have to step into that role is this a role that you would seek you're a veteran now you've been there for a long time guys yeah. can look to you and you've answered the bell all the time is is that a role for you or or, or are you you know are you going to step back and let somebody else take the the bigger personality role within the within the locker room? Um, well, I think that when you speak about personalities, I mean. We're here. I guess we're out here to win football games. I never. I don't think personality wins football games. I believe that leadership helps, and um, just showing guys how it's done, being accountable, being disciplined, that stuff helps win football games. And so, if that's what you mean, then yes, that's what you will see from me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's all I really care about: is helping this team win games and grooming these young guys to come in and be hell of a pros in this league. Uh, K.J. Wright is our guest. He's on the, uh, again, the Bobby Wagner Beacon Plumbing Hotline. It's a, it's an <laughs> honor for K.J., obviously, to uh, to be on that. The, the, listen, the big news of the day is is the NFL policy on the anthem, K.J. I'm sure you guys have been in practice in meetings, uh, and I don't know if you, you are aware of what they decided today, but they have decided that uh, they're going to leave it up to the players this year. You can either stay in the locker room or you can come out on the field. And if you come out on the field, you, you have mm-hmm. to stand. If someone doesn't stand, then they're going to be the the team's going to be fined. Um, well, how do you, as a player, how do you feel about the the decision today by the NFL? It's crazy. Um, I believe that to keep everything nice and and easy, just players just should stay in the locker room. If they want to make such a big deal out of it. Maybe guys as a team should just stay in the locker room, do it how they did, I believe, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You know, players didn't even come out for the anthem. And so I believe that the union is going to go back and forth with them and um, we should just all stay in the locker room just and make a big deal out of it. Yeah, you know, I'm. I admire social protest, KJ. I've, I'm. I'm. I'm just in my whole life. I've always admired when people want to stand up for things. So I am absolutely in favor of of people doing a nonviolent protest. That being said, there's a there's a belief among some people now that the players have kind of made their point. The league has created a you know a thing in conjunction with the players to explore social issues. And I, I think it's moved the needle in a positive direction. Do you do you kind of feel that way that the players have 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 made a good point here and maybe it's time to to move to something else? Uh, um, the point has been made. I think you have to continue the point mm-hmm. because um, what we are protesting is still going on. Mm. 
you know, the stuff that um, social injustice, police brutality, all this stuff is still going on. And so we just want to see that continue to be fixed. You know, incidents happened just last week. And so it's not all the way gone. Right. So we're, mm-hmm. I guess we're not all the way done. Hmm. Do, do you wish, as a player, KJ, do you wish the league made the announcement today and just said, hey, listen, the new policy is going to be we're keeping all of the teams in the locker room for the anthem. That's the new rule. No, this, no, like, so stupid. <laughs> I, I think that you should let, let guys express themselves the way, right. the way they want to express themselves. That's how I personally feel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, I don't know, I don't think it should be made this big of a deal to where it's got to be a 15-yard penalty, the home team decides what happens. No, it's, yeah. I don't give us my penalty. That has nothing to do with the game. Right. Yeah. But then we haven't even had a kickoff yet. The, so that's the, a penalty already. Yeah, the rule – well, yeah, they changed it. They talked about it being a penalty. They're not, it's not going to be a penalty anymore. They're just going to fine the team now. I think they took, they took that off the <sighs> table and just going to be a fine. Okay, good. Do you think, though, will, will it cause – and I don't know about you. You can only speak for your locker room. Could it potentially cause an issue in terms of, hey, if, if some guys don't want to go out and then some guys do want to go out, do you think that can create a, potentially a conflict when you guys are getting ready for a game on Saturday night, getting ready for Sunday? I think that we got to get this issue resolved before the season mm-hmm. so that everyone's on the same page. It won't be something that happens once someone does something week three, does something another week 14. We got to figure out our game plan before the season even starts. And uh, we're going to go forth as a team so it doesn't become an issue. And, you know, guys are going to respect each other's decisions, but we're going to all be on one accord. KJ, back to football before we let you go. The uh, uh, One of the things we do, again, all of us who observe these games, the media, the fans, and we watch the offseason and we go, oh, my God, look at this guy went to this team and this guy went to that team. It feels like a lot of great players went to the L.A. Rams. It feels like the NFC West has gotten tougher and deeper how much attention do you pay to that stuff in the off season? I mean, obviously, you pay attention to your teammates and where they're going, and if mm-hmm. these guys. Are, but do you pay attention to the other stuff? Like, wow, look at what the Rams just did. That's going to make those games even tougher. Yeah, I mean, you definitely watch those. I definitely watch everyone in free agency, and um, you definitely saw the Rams. They got a lot of big names there, and um, you know that's fine, and good for them. It's just uh, like I always say, we got to focus on ourselves. As long as the Seahawks are good, we're going to be good. And um, come time when we face them. We'll see who the best team is that Sunday. Yeah, KJ, and again, KJ Wright, our guest, uh, we, we thank him from uh, the Seahawks. Uh, he's on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. The kickoff rule, have you seen how the new kickoff rule is going to shake out? Are you aware of that? I didn't. Re- re- explain it to me. Oh, I, don't, yeah, I knew you were going to do that. I, I can't even explain <laughs> this thing to you, KJ. Basically, <laughs> I'll just give you full, some, some bullet points, okay? Five players on each side of the ball. You guys can't have a running start anymore. Um, what? Yeah, no running start, KJ. No you, you're a guy that likes a running start. Everyone knows. Um, well, what else? At least eight players on the receiving team in a 15-yard setup zone, and then only three players can remain in the back for the receiving team. So, so basically, two blockers and then a receiver, and you can't yeah. you can't wedge block anymore. There's no more wedge blocking. Damn, no yeah. running start. Yeah, no running start. Whatever, man. We'll still go in there. <laughs> <laughs> make it happen. Do you like the if kick? If everyone's doing it, if everyone's doing it, then it's fine. Yeah. So whatever. Do you think? Do you th- are you a fan of the kickoff? I mean, do you feel that this is one aspect that the league should should leave uh, alone uh, and just allow the kickoff to be normal like it's always been? I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember at one point they talked about getting rid of the kickoff team and putting them on the like the twenty five yard line. But no, you definitely have to have the kickoff team out there 
I'm a personal fan of the five yard. I remember when they could start from anywhere. You know, five yard is good. And um, no wedge blocks. I, I do agree with that one because okay. Deuce was getting murdered yeah. when them during the during the pound linemen were just colliding into people. Yeah. So they did smart to get rid of those wedge blocks. Deuce was getting hurt doing that. I mean, it seems to me, and it's funny, we're ha- we're hacking on the NFL for all the anthem stuff, and they're doing all this. I, I kind of like that they update the rules all the time, and that I, I believe, and I don't know, KJ, I, I'm not sure what you guys think as players, I think they're looking at stuff like this, and they really are thinking, okay, is there a way to either make the game safer or make the actual playing situation safer? And we're never going to make it completely that way. You guys know it's a dangerous game. You know it better than us. Yeah. But I kind of like that the league is at least digging into this all the time. I, this is where I believe they yeah. should be putting their effort is into this stuff to say, hey, let's come up with a rule. That, you know, maybe we'll, like I thought when they changed the extra point rule, I thought it sounded kind of dumb. It's become great. It's become you actually watch the extra points now because it's worth watching. Yeah. So I like when they exactly. do stuff like this. Yeah, one thing I do you know like about Goodell is that he does does emphasize in player safety. He does try to you know have our back in that area. And, um, you know, just try to have his back as well. And so he does make the game safe for us. And um, I could really appreciate that. And same thing with the extra point rule, just trying to make the game more exciting, you know, for the fans. Just, you know, that thing really changed games. And so that is something that the league does do a good job of. But some stuff should be changed and some stuff should not be touched. Uh, KJ, you're, you're, you, you remind me of, like, Switzerland in terms of you like to clear the air between two parties that are going against each other, <laughs> all right? Now, did you have you been able to kind of step in between Earl and then Bobby Wagner, the Beacon Plumbing Hotline spokesperson, and we've been able to resolve, <laughs> you, resolve their issue <laughs> And are you willing now to? Are you ready? Have you have you penned your letter to Earl Thomas for him to come back and join the fellas over at the OTAs? Y'all are funny. Y'all are y'all are hilarious. But uh, <laughs> we try. We got nothing else going on, KJ. Let's be honest. You don't mean that. <laughs> y'all are funny. Um, Bobby and Earl are going to be good. Okay. Um, as far as Earl coming back, I actually talked to him this morning. Will I tell you what he said? Nope. Come on, KJ. No, no wait a minute. KJ, I'm going to swear no, to you. you what I'm not telling you nothing. No one is but, listening uh, to this right now. No one. I've seen the numbers. <laughs> I've seen the ratings. No one's listening. <laughs> Zero listeners. Zero. <laughs> Minus listeners. Yeah, man. Yeah. So what was... Earl this morning. I'm still not telling you what he said, but... Um, What's his mood? What's his mood? Whenever he yeah. gets back, life is going to be good. Yeah, is he in a good mood? Does he still like Seattle? Does he like the traffic and the mountains here? Is he all good? Hey, I got nothing for you. <laughs> all right, all right. Listen to this guy. All right, so let's let's cut you yeah. loose here. I know you got to go. I think you got a haircut appointment coming up, so you're you're going to go to the barber here in just yeah, a yeah. second. Let's finish. We like to do this. Let's finish with a fun rapid fire, sixty seconds on the clock questions. Okay. Now you got to give go. me you got to give me a fast, quick answer. All right. No no dilly dally. All right. Let's go. All right. So we're going to get an NHL team here in Seattle in about two years. Okay. Are you yeah. aware? Are you aware of that? Yes. Okay. Who you got tonight? Game seven. They say KJ. There's nothing like a game seven in the NHL playoffs, especially when it goes to overtime. You taking the Capitals tonight or the Tampa Bay Lightning? Capitals. Oh, the Washington Capitals. All right. This is a serious question, and I want a serious answer. Have you I'm met sorry. Russell Wilson's alter ego, Mister Unlimited? Man, I saw that yesterday, and no, I have not met that guy. What? What was? <laughs> now, be honest. Again, no one's listening. What was your? What was your reaction to Mister Unlimited? I just shook my head the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole time. Just shaking Unlimited, my head. diarrhea. Hey, the people. The people. 
Hey, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> hey, the people love it, though, man. So whatever, whatever, right. whatever you make money, whatever gets some fans, I'm all for it. All right. Everyone knows this. You went to Mississippi State. Yes or no? Did you ever get tired of that cowbell in college? No. No. No way. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he would. I know. Now, people also don't maybe don't <laughs> know this about you. A three-sport athlete in high school. Obviously, football, track, and basketball. Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? Kobe. Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. I love it. That's easy. Come on, man. That's a great one. And uh, what? You have follow-up? I have have five. Have you ever met Ricky Stenhouse? Ricky Stenhouse? Sounds like no. He's a NASCAR driver from from Olive Branch. He's a huge star on the NASCAR. So I think he you guys might. He's about your NASCAR. age. Yeah, but he's from Olive Branch. They him. might okay, have met. Now, okay, now I know about him. Now I know about him. Yeah. I have not met him yet. Okay, who's older, me or him? Uh, he's I'm two. He's two years older than you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Now the hey. most most important question, most important question you're ever going to be answered. You're asked in your life. Okay. <laughs> when right. you order a hot dog, do you put ketchup on it? Yes or no. Um, is it a beef hot dog or a pork hot dog? I don't need pork. Is it a beef hot dog? It's a beef hot dog. Yeah, I'll put relish and mustard on it. So, no, I don't I don't use ketchup. KJ, you you're number 50 in the program. <laughs> it's uh, Fred Young's number. When I was growing up, Fred Young was a hero of mine. But you know what? By that answer right there, you're number one in my heart. Okay, KJ? We, get it. we appreciate it. And I, I didn't get to this, but I, I need to point out, you uh, you raise and donate a lot of money to your high school basketball team for their championship rings. Uh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you about your visit to Africa and and oh, what brought. Man, we got to talk about that next time. Uh, what brought the? We will. We'll do that next time. And because um, you do yeah. a lot of great work uh, behind the scenes, I think people should be recognized. But thanks so much for the visit. Yeah. Go get yourself a haircut. All right, fellas. All right, see you. There he is, KJ Wright, joining us there on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Coming up next, we bring it back to Super Sports Barlow. Back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Our thanks to uh, KJ Wright, three-star sport athlete, Olive Branch High School in Mississippi. Also the Seahawks, Corey, um, Dave Pearson, Gary Wright. Jeff Garza. You think Gary had anything to do with this whatsoever? I think Gary had a lot to do with it. You think so? All right. I'd like to also uh, personally thank John Schneider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for drafting Paul. For dra- Paul. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, for drafting K.J. Wright because mm-hmm. he's, a, he's, a, he's a fine, upstanding human being when he a- answered in our 60-second rapid-fire questions. Mustard and relish. You like you like that? It's all I put on my hot dog. I, I like that he was a little confused at first. Is it a beef? pork or a beef? Because I don't want to eat pork. Go. Like, okay, well, no, it could be beef. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, it's beef. Yeah. I like a, a beef hot dog anyway. That's a, a nice beef. Well, a beef hot dog with some ketchup on it is right on target. That's the best. So good. So good. I mean, it's you, know, you don't have to like it. It's good. What do you want some? Where's uh, our Where's our boy Servy to back me up on this? Like Give me a, service to back me up you on want this. Some, like, uh, you want some animal? Good. Yeah, you see? want some, uh, some animal food? You know, figures. Mm-hmm. You know, chicken nuggets also on those. On those hot oh, dogs. I'd put ketchup on a chicken nugget. I wouldn't think twice. I mean, a chicken nugget. Okay, are now, you kidding now, me? Listen, now, now you've crossed the line. No, come on. No, 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 no. Now you have crossed the line. No, I wouldn't even think twice. 
I wouldn't be my first choice. Mike, what I'm saying is if Mike, I've got a big thing of nuggets here, Mike, and I'm like, God knows when they were made or what they're made of, and I got a tub of ketchup, I'm like, if this is the only thing I got, I am dipping it in there. It is it, Ketchup is barbecue sauce's like, close first cousin. We it's not to. a big deal. I respect you a lot. That's fine. I don't care. I love you. I do. I do not care. Your, your respect ketchup, means nothing. You, okay. To me. You put. You have a. You have a. You, you go get some chicken at mm-hmm. the uh, at QFC. Yeah, I wouldn't put. Uh, no. Chicken well, nuggets is not chicken. Chicken nuggets is of God it knows is. What. What do you what? think it is? It's- I don't know. I don't want to know what it is. I'm saying if I go get some chicken at the KFC, I'm going to find something good. But I'm not uh, a chicken nugget. I don't have. Look, I've already made a lifestyle decision. If I'm having chicken nuggets. Ketchup on them is not going to be anything else. God, I want else. chicken nuggets so bad right now. Well, yeah, you let's go get up. some. And if, if all they no. have is a sauce, is ketchup. No. You wouldn't pretend no, it's barbecue I'm, sauce? No, no I can't pretend. It's not barbecue sauce. Sure it is. Ketchup want, and barbecue sauce are so close. It's I like, want honey mustard, the greatest condiment ever, that honey mustard at McDonald's. I would, then, I would oh, pick that over Lord. ketchup, but if I had ketchup, I wouldn't think twice. All right, Gas, we had no winners yesterday mm. in our super sports parlay. I went, I skunked it. I, I went 0 for 3. I took the over in the Rockets Warriors, got killed on that. Mm. I took the Warriors minus 9, and then I took the over in the MZAs. None of that came home. You went with the... Uh, the fever and uh, a plus eight against the Sparks. The Sparks killed them. Mm, drilled them. And then you took the um, the Mets minus a run and a half against the Marlins. And the Marlins obliterated blasted them. them. The only one that came home for you. The most important one, frankly, because yeah. for our other bet. The Rockets minus nine. Mm-hmm. Of course, they won the game, so the, they got that. But again, it's a parlay. you got to get all three of them. So uh, two guys that we had yesterday, they did not win. Both guys lose. This is a hell of a radio lose. contest we got. Well, Everybody I mean, loses. Hey, it's just, listen, I don't want to make this easy. So How we'll, many days do you think it'll be before one of us hits a three-team parlay? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Sure. So here we go. Three-team parlay. It's up there right now. If you want to win 25 bucks at Georgetown Brewery, uh, give us a call. Well, wait until we make our picks and then give us a call because you need to determine which one you want to go with. I guess you could call now and then just determine which was the best one. Yeah, you could be in line. And I, yeah, I'd be, get in line right now. If, yeah. if it's me, I'm in line. 286-9595-1-800-829-0950. If you like to gamble and you like to win... Uh, beer, you have to go with either me or Gas. We give our picks. Gas, would you like to go first? I'd be happy to go first. Three team parlay. What do you got? I'm going to take. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I believe it's an un-American thing to do, and I am not un-American. Oh. I am going to take the under in tonight's National Basketball Association playoff game. I believe it's set at 206 by our Ooh, friends at Bovada. Okay. I'm going to take Boston Cleveland under 206. I am going to ride with Tampa Bay this evening, giving a goal and a half to the Capitals. I'm going to go with the home team, seventh game. I like Tampa, and uh, and I think that they're going to win this evening. And then in the Macedonia Cup, a uh, a soccer match in Macedonia, <laughs> I'm taking Pelister plus one and a half against Kendija. I think it's Shikandija. Sh- Sh- the game is at Stadion Blados in Stromica in Macedonia, and I'm taking uh, Pelister plus the goal and a half in the Macedonia You're making Cup. this extremely difficult for anyone to win. Do you know anything about Pelister? I know that they're plus 900 at Bovada, <laughs> so a lot of people feel like I do. All right. So here we go. All right. So you got uh, Pelistra. And what was, what's the bet and, on Pelistra again? They get a goal and a half oh, in the Macedonia half. Cup against Chikenjia. You got the Lightning tonight in Game 7 against the Capitals, minus a goal and a half, and you are taking the un-American bet, the under of the Celtics in Cleveland. All right, I am going to go with, in my Super Sports Parlay, uh, tonight we've got two callers on. They can uh, hear mine now. Uh, I got the. I'm going to take the cap. I uh, believe in Ovechkin. 
Oh, I believe in this Alexander is the year, Ovechkin. This is the year you're saying. So give me the Caps on the road uh, plus a goal and a half. I'm going to take the under tonight. Yankees and Rangers, a 10. I'm going to take the under in that, 10 All runs. Right. And then I'm going to take the Cavs and LeBron, plus one on the road in the garden. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. All right, uh, let me start with uh, Taylor is in Seattle. All right, Taylor, do you need to hear our selections again, or are you have a pretty firm grasp which one you're going to go with? Uh, if you don't mind repeating it, that'd be great. Sure. All right. Gastineau is going to go. He's taking the under in the Celtics and uh, Cavs. He has taken the Lightning minus a goal and a half against the Capitals. And he is, you give me the third one. Pellister over Shekenjiji in the Macedonia Cup, which right. I think may be being played right now as we speak. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's your <laughs> Daler. I went with the Caps plus a goal and a half. I took the under Yankees and Rangers, which is ten, and then I took the Cavs plus one. Okay, I'll go ahead and take the uh, Capitals plus the one and a half. Okay, you're going to go with me. My name's Jason Puckett. Taylor, yep. nice to meet you. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the radio program. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Remember, Taylor. Uh, course, when, go Cougs, Puck. Yeah, go Cougs. When, when you're filling out your diary, just make sure you listen to us from 10 to 1. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Do you think his friends call him Tay-Tay after last night's big show? Uh, Brad is back. with Brad, you are stuck with gas, so you have to pay attention. Stuck? To some, well, yeah, to some soccer game no one's ever heard of before. Okay. Yeah, nice, man. <laughs> You're welcome, you Brad. Sorry, Brad, but you are stuck with him. Uh, happy gambling. Gas happily gambling uh, to you as well. And mm -hmm. your three-team parlay, hopefully uh, it comes back uh, for one of these lucky people. And if Brad or Taylor, well, actually, if we win, you or I win, Brad or Taylor, one of those two guys are going to walk away with 25 bucks to Georgetown Brewery. The mayor of Maple Valley, he's sitting in the bullpen, and uh, he's ready to come on next and tell us what's happened on his show at 1 o'clock. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. We got a full schedule tonight on the old uh, radio programs here on 1090 KJR, your home of NHL hockey. Game 7. They say there's nothing like a Game 7. Nothing. Caps in Tampa Bay, that one, the puck will drop at 5 o'clock. Is that how you say it? The puck will drop? They'll drop the puck. Uh, Cavs and Celtics uh, then tonight at 5.30 is, again, it just, it's nice to be softy. He's off the air early in two hours of work. 9.50 KJR, game don't five. don't rip on a two-hour show. Cavs and Celtics. Well, like that. But he is not signed up for a two-hour show. That's true. Boy, I used for, to signed love, up for four hours. I used to, I used to be in Rich's office all the time giving him charts like, yeah. here's why we should be carrying more play-by-play. -play. Right, of course. That Mets-Marlins game, there's a lot of people who, <laughs> and, and you know, the first pitch is right well, at listen, 4. Listen, pregame starts at 5. I would tap into that at 5. Again, that's 5.30 tip on 950 KJ. M's and A's at 7 o'clock again on Periscope if you'd like to uh, catch that game. <laughs> uh, uh, right? i got to get that one of those days. So what did you do to him to make him anti-hockey? When did that happen? He's, he thinks the hockey's not letting the NBA come here. That's, huh? that that's not true. I, I didn't say that. any of that. No, but I think we feel that. No, I think we all, I'm we just saying it. that I agree with you guys. There's nothing quite no, like No, you're very sarcastic uh, about this. You're very cynical. There's a, there's, a sar the there's a sarcastic tone. Like I'm just saying if I had that. a penny for every time someone says there's nothing quite like a Game 7 in hockey, I can't wait I'd to, be a millionaire. Well, when you're doing uh, the pregame uh, party at Jalisco's oh, in a few years, the rally in the alley for hockey. I will sign up. Is Jalisco still there, by the way? 
Well, it's, it's uh, Cafe Garibaldi, isn't yeah. it? Now yeah. they love hockey at Cafe Garibaldi. Sure they they do. And they'll tell you. Signed on. They'll yeah. tell you. There's nothing yeah. like a game seven. Is That's Floyd exactly still right. is Floyd still there? No, unfortunately, Floyd shut down. What about Jake O'Shaughnessy? Years ago, no. Jake's? But um, Harry's. T.S. McHugh's still there. Oh, okay. The pregame show should only be at the Mecca. Now, if they say we want to do a pregame show for hockey, and then Puck, we'd like you to do it because Puck, it kind of goes with it. Let's drop the at Puck. At the Mecca? At the Mecca. Speedballs all around? Speedballs every pregame as we break down the totems and the, and the Canucks. I'm in. What if they I'm What in. if they call them the Pucks, and then you can't get a ticket because the word gets out that you really are kind of anti-hockey, and... <laughs> And, no, and, and Furness and I are in a suite drinking I'm, bourbon and laughing, and we're with the ice girls a, and having a great time. It's opening a, night, oh. and, you, and you're you're stuck at the Mecca watching on TV. Hate that, that picture oh. again. We're in the suite with oh. the, the ice, ice girls, girls yeah. drinking bourbon. Yeah, and, and, and I think yes. the first thing Sign I look you would want to know is, up. well, why are the ice girls in a suite? Why yeah, are they why down are they, on the ice? Down, are we going to have ice girls? Oh, I hope. Listen, you were at the little gathering last week. Well, I don't the, know. The, with that group, yeah, we're going to have ice Does girls. everyone have ice girls? I think not, so. Not everyone, but but a lot of them. The Canucks, do, yeah. Canucks don't. Some of the Canadian teams, they'll do like, they'll have dudes that go out and scrape yeah, the ice and all that no. kind of stuff. The best yeah. ice girls I've ever seen, I think I've told this story LA. in the air. No, no, 10 years ago, before we had kids, before we were married, we uh, visited my in- in-laws who were studying abroad. Mm-hmm. They were teaching English abroad in Prague. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I went to a hockey game. A professional. It's the league that Yager was in. Okay. It's in 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 Prague. In Prague, and, okay. And we went. This is the best game ever. One, you can chain smoke everywhere. There's smoking in the stands. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Used to be Beers that way in Boston Garden back in the day. The the ice girls. First yes. of all, Prague women are beautiful. And so the, the ice girls were ice girls, or they're all models. See, look. Now all of a sudden, he's into one. hockey. We well, if you this. can tell me the ice girls, and we're going to have ice girls. If the totems are going to have ice girls, I'm in. We had the uh, my one of my years in Salt Lake at the old with the old Utah Grizzlies in the IHL. We had uh, my my guy decided to have our marketing guy said we need to have that ice girls. Like, mm-hmm. He's from L.A. and stuff. Goes, oh, and so we had the Grizz girls, and they were great. Like they're figure skaters. Yeah, they did a nice job. They danced right. around. Yeah, they were cute. They were attractive, and you can just imagine how long that lasted in Utah. Not <laughs> long. That will be one season. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Girls well, I hope away. we have ice girls. People were calling Lock Show and complaining, and that Locked was that. <laughs> they were that was that. They're buddies with Liwicky. Get them to do it. I'll, I'll make. You know what? I'll send them a text. Where are we at on that? Do you, are you all over Twitter early this morning? You're well, no. I think there's timeline at six thirty. The there was just there was a the thought that something was somebody was, people were reporting yesterday. The the board of governors on the twentieth, and there's going to be something going on. So we kind of did some checking and found out that it sounds like there might be like an executive meeting that they're going to mention Seattle, but. The big thing is going to be September. So September is when they're going to announce that we're giving you a team, That's, and Ice Girls are. Yeah, coming. I, they, I, you know, because it was odd though, because at the Liwicky introductory news conference, I asked David Bonderman point blank. I said, "What, what's the timeline now?" And he kind of got agitated, like he says, "I think he was thinking, well, didn't I answer that in the radio studio like a month ago for you, dummy?" But uh, I was thinking, let's get it on the record here. <laughs> and he said, "Well, conditional franchise probably will be awarded probably in June, and then, but everything's going to happen in September." I think we all took that as June's going to be a big date. It sounds now like September's a bigger date. Okay. So, uh, it's, it, Until Sawant gets her, well, digs her heels in. And pu- you know what? I mean, listen. <laughs> wow. All we j- joked about this the other all day. All joking aside, I, well, the I only stop that. Well, I bet a dollar with him, Yeah, and I and I, and I want to be wrong, but mm-hmm. I $1, I do not think that thing will be built on time. Let me, let me throw a... Uh, not that they... Oh, and it will not be the fault no, of no. OVG or any of those guys. But, It'll but, be the fault of the people but in the let city. But me, let me throw a theory at you. In terms of like the timing of everything, like having it happen in September, literally a couple weeks before the the NBA games here, and we yep, put a wrecking right. ball and yep. save, save the roof, but put a wrecking ball to the rest of the arena. <laughs> save the roof. <laughs> Hashtag save the roof. God, I love the roof. The um, saved. 
wouldn't it behoove the NHL and the Seattle group to to maybe you do conditional, but really it's such a soft you know launch. You want to make sure that you kind of have that. You you can't just say hey it's coming and take all the pressure off the city. You got to put a little pressure on the city that if you mm-hmm. want us to save this asset up here, mm-hmm. you know let's oh, yeah. let's make because they have to you know the EIS all the other stuff. I think it makes sense because the way this city operates and it. It feels very NFL-like. There's a lot of things that don't make sense on a daily basis with our city of Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, I'm not sure if you want to. You can only have one softy. Who's who's dumber these days, the city of Seattle or the NFL? I, I mean, I, I don't know. If it it gets built on time, yeah, then I'm stunned. And I would just say this: I yeah. think that I think the bigger issue. I think it could out. be open. Oh yeah, the lockout. I think it's a bigger issue. I think it could be. It, we. I think a lot of stuff could be done. Eighty-five percent mm-hmm. of it's done. Yeah. But I think there'll be portions of it, which I think they can get away with, like the, the NBA locker room not being done. Oh, yeah, but that may, like that. but something like that might not be the fault of the city. There may just be something oh, that happens in construction yeah. that slows things down. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I, the city I would, is just. I don't know. I'm not saying that couldn't happen, but it, yeah, I I don't think the I don't think the issue will be the build out. I think I think those guys that know what they're doing in terms of architecture and building and all that stuff. I think they. I think they know what they're. Listen, I was in an arena. We opened the the the, the, the arena in Salt Lake that was used for the Olympics in '02. And I was there in 98 when we opened that up for, for hockey. Mm-hmm. And I remember that, man. I remember going right down. I mean, that was a 12,000-seat building, going right down to the nitty-gritty, watching that thing. I mean, we're all there every day going in there. And, and you know, when are we going to get you know, in and all that? Those guys are amazing. And that was, what, 20 years ago. Those right. guys know right. how to do that stuff, man. I don't, I don't be – I just – my only concern would be, outside of a, a potential lockout, and for people that know this, is, it's the year that the NHL PA and the NHL have their agreement up. Uh, How many be, lockouts would be, would be the center Batman? They'd be his third. Yes, there's 94.02, and this one. so this would be his third. Yeah, the, you know, I. But here's the thing. I mean, it's not, it's not all his fault. There's but. 650 million dollars going to the owners to start a team in 2020, mm-hmm. and there's yep. and there's 25 new jobs for the NHLPA. Yep. There's a reason they want to kick things off here in 2020. Sure. There's Get a reason. It. All right. What else you got coming up at one o'clock? Uh, well, I'm I'm checking in with your, no offense, gas, uh, your 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 future co-host, the good guy, the big oh, star yeah. they're bringing in. Play <laughs> favorite. I say that with much trepidation here because I heard they're forcing somebody out and bringing somebody new in. Unbelievable! I, you know, I don't Again, wanna... second time in my career, I'm being I'm being replaced. Yeah, listen, it's happened Crushing. to me more than once. I know how it feels. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Averill's going to join us at 1.20, and I had a fun conversation with Shaquille Griffin on Monday, and we're going to use some of the sound you guys have with K.J. Wright. Obviously, the big news. Yeah, K.J. was great. Big news is the, is the NFL and the, and the anthem. Not a, we'll fan of, not a fan of the policy. I'm going to guess Cliff, being as he sat down for the for the anthem, won't be either. Uh, we'll talk to him about that, and also talk about OTAs being open tomorrow. Got some questions about leadership, locker room, who takes over, defensive line. We'll talk cool. to him about that, and then uh, Curtis is going to go with me uh, through some storylines for OTA. All right, at two o'clock, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yes, you have fun in Indianapolis. Oh, you're out. The yeah. greatest spectacle in racing, baby. Who's Tune our money in, I'll, on? I'll wave to you. Who's our money on the, I'm, I'm the double be, bird guy? I'm, uh, well, you like Will Power. Yeah. I like Will Power. Joseph Newgarden is a okay. young guy I like, and uh, and I'm a big Tony Kanon fan, and he's driving for AJ Foyt, and that'd be kind of a fairy tale thing if he. Here's my goal for, for the weekend: yeah? get get nice and liquored up. Uh, okay. S- say something inappropriate <laughs> to Mrs. Rondo. Uh, that, that that all yeah. All, all that's going to check out. Oh, right? Are you going with Molly and company? I'm taking Rondo's wife to the Rondo doesn't even want to go. He's fishing. Rondo's. Like he's he's washed his hands in the whole debacle. 
stunning. It's it's gas is white. Danica for us, will yeah. Will do. I'm, I wouldn't mind seeing her win. That'd be kind of shocking if she pulled off a win in her we'll life. We'll have race. a thirsty Thursday tomorrow. It returns. The mayor of Maple Valley is next right here on 950 KJR. No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Anybody like to smoke some pot? I was born to love you. I was born. To lick your face. I was born to rub you, but you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>